just want to welcome everybody to the Outlaw Process. Today's show, we've got Patrick Morse. Patrick Morse is a very strong-willed, determined, amazing drummer. And if you don't know who he is, you may recognize him by his drum kit that's been on magazines multiple times. Um, it's got a complete bark drum kit. Patrick Morse is so determined and loves drums that we're going to sit down and talk to him for about an hour. So pull up a chair, put your headphones in, let's go for a walk. However you listen to this podcast, I want to welcome you. Let's talk about music. Welcome everybody to the Outlaw Process. Today I've got an Outlaw Drums artist, um, Patrick Morse. Patty Cake Morse is what they call him, Patty Cake Morse. And I'm very excited for him being on the show with us tonight. And um, just want to welcome Patrick, man. What's going on, brother? Not much, man. Great to be here. Great to talk to you finally. I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah, man. It's definitely been a little while. It's been a little crazy. Things has it's been um, <clears throat> just out of control, kind of. But hey, listen. I want to know your story. Like, I want to know your... Um, your views on the whole um, drumming industry and just um, you want to start by introducing yourself and just kind of um, telling the audience because I'm gonna tell you if y'all don't know this Patrick Morse like is an amazing drummer I mean just a true 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 outlaw drum supporter endorser just family all the way and I love him to death oh, I appreciate- I, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Um, no, it's, it's great. Uh, we met up. I was going to talk about the story of how we met. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, we met. Uh, I just actually looked at this to check. We met at NAM, And I had known your company and your snare drum line. And I knew you made drums, drum sets, and stuff like that. But I particularly knew you made snare drums. I worked at Guitar Center part time. And um, obviously, I look at, you know, drums and gear and stuff like that. So I was very familiar with your drums. We never really had anything come through our store for me to see. So I was kind of bummed about that. So getting to NAM, it was 2020. We get there, and then obviously, you know, we go to the trick booth and, and, and hang out with those guys for a little bit. And then we decide to walk around. So literally the first aisle I walk down, we get like halfway down the aisle, and there you are. You know, your boots kind of off right there by the, the, the edge right there. <laughs> So I get in and I'm like, oh, there's all the, I know those guys, I've seen them before. So I went in and then I think Emily was there. Emily was playing one of the drum sets that mm-hmm. you had set up there. Yep. And I'm like, that thing sounds sick. And then all of a sudden I looked up on the shelf that you had and then there was that snare drum and I'm like, that's it. That's the one, I, I gotta have that <laughs> snare drum. And now you've been to NAM, I've been to NAM. So you walk around and there's some really ridiculous gear there. So I thought, there's no way I'm gonna be able to afford one of these snare drums. Cause you know, it's just, you've seen some of the ones there. But I thought when you told me the price, it was very, very affordable. And I'm like, oh, I can handle that. I want one. And then we got to talking. And then, you know, obviously you didn't really know who I want, who I was until I pulled out my phone and showed you a picture of my drum set. Yeah. And then yep. you were like, oh, yep. I remember that drum set night. And then, and that was, like, I seen that drum set in magazines, dude. That's like, that was mega. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Somebody, somebody said to me, said, you know, you've got such a unique drum set. You need to you need to send it in the modern drummer when they were having their you know kid of the week kid of the month I think is what it was yeah because I want to know about and this like, kit oh, man right, whatever so it's an aluminum kit made by Trick in Chicago um, uh, it's just uh, it's an amazing sounding drum set I had did some uh, some work with the guy on the road 
and I was playing and we were going all over the country. And at the time I had a Tama Star Classic I was using. And the issue that I had is that having them things in cases, I had the clear coat start cracking because it went from hot to cold temperatures, you know? And I'm like, oh man, I called Tama and we tried to figure it out. And they're like, no, that's, you know, it is what it is. And I'm like, well, that sucks. Like, well, with touring and doing all this stuff, how can I stop that from happening to another drum set? Well, I'm like, well, aluminum shells. Let's mm. just try this. Yeah. So, and you, and me and you've had these conversations. We've talked about it. I just, I'm not a guy that's going to go out and buy a black drum set or a blue drum set. My, my stuff's got to be unique. So, I'm a carpenter is my day job. And I was driving through the, through the backwoods of Wisconsin, and I saw pine bark. And I'm like, that's what I have to have. Mm. So called out you know i called trick and it was funny you should have seen the look on their faces when i showed them what i wanted to do <laughs> they looked at me and they're like you sure you want to do this and i'm like yeah i mean i had to sign off and everything else and they're, they're just like okay but the thing i mean it's obviously hard to tell with a with a podcast if anybody wants to look it up look me up on facebook or anything patty cake mars and see what trick did it's just a ridiculous kit so but and then the other one that I got that was, that one was called the Bam Bam Kit and then the second kit that I just had Mike make me was called Son of Birch Kit. Mm. Now, like I said, it's got a theme going on here. And I actually, you were the first person I think I sent a video to when I was all bike riding with my girlfriend last year when you know COVID hit and a lot of the shows got canceled. I literally was bike riding with my girlfriend on a trail and saw a birch tree that had shed the bark around the birch tree. I literally got off my bike. Mm. She's still going. She has no idea I stopped. <laughs> and I think I sent you a video. <laughs> I, I remember video. that. Like, Michael, we got to do this. We have to do a birch wrap. This is just so cool. Yep. And you're, you're running on. Like, I don't know if we can make that work and this and that. And you ended up making me a beautiful birch, uh, a cherry snare that kind of looks like birch with the American flags and stuff on it. And then Trig ended up making me a birch wrap one for a country band that I played in this past summer. So... Yeah, I, 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 I think completely outside the box. Yeah. I don't think normal. So. <laughs> I think that's why we get along so well, man. We both we have we, we both think alike. Kind of, we're, we're not. It's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're drummers to start with, so that's not normal to begin with. So. <laughs> and carpenters, yeah. we like to build with wood, so yeah. I think that's another reason why. So, so patty cake. Too. So, what's the deal with that? Like, how'd you get that night? What's that nickname about? So, um. I was playing in a country band a bunch of years ago and I, I was trying to remember the story and the lead singer in that band, uh, Steve, gave me that nickname um, because we used to, I don't know if you remember, I'm trying to remember the movie now, Eddie Murphy was in a movie and he played all the parts. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if it was Doctor or whatever and, and she, he would go Sherman, 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 Sherman and then and it was just a joke, he would do that in between songs and then it got to be Patty Kate, Patty Kate, Patty Kate. <laughs> you know, and he just started calling me that. And then, when we first did it, he reminds me of this story all the time. I hated it. I hated being called Patty Kate. But then it just kind of stuck. So now it's just kind of hooked with me, and now I'm stuck with it. And I thank Steve from George Overdrive who gave me that name. But it just kind of stuck. So. <laughs> I know, man. I know it's bad when a name nickname starts coming in there, and then all of a sudden it just sticks with you, and then you're like, well, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because when we first said it, it's just one of those things you're just like, what? No, 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 you can't do that. And then it was just kind of like, all right, yeah. okay, all right, yeah. I'm okay with it now. So, yeah, it's funny. He reminds me all the time when I see him at Guitar Center. He <laughs> so, used to hate that name, and now you go by it all the time. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, thanks, brother. <laughs> so you've been playing drums for a while. How long have you been playing the drums for? Oof, well, I'm old. Um, so I'm 53. I started in 
started when I was probably about seven or eight, and I mm. think it, the people in my era kind of had that all the same thing, at least up here. When you're, like, in fifth grade, you know, the local high school, we went to a parochial school, so the local, you know, Lutheran music teacher came in and, you know, trying to get recruit kids to start playing yeah. instruments to go, before they go to high school. And I really wanted to play the trumpet. And I really wanted to play the saxophone. I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I just thought, I don't know, I don't know why. But for some reason, I just couldn't figure those two out. And then I just said, oh, I'll play drums. I was always beating stuff with my hands. And my stepfather at the time, he had played drums and he had brought a drum set home. And it was just a snare drum and a bass drum and a little floor tom and a set of hi-hats. And I would go down and tinker. And then they saw that and they're like, well, you know, you want to start taking lessons. So, you know, granted, when we started taking lessons, it was on the snare drum. So you learn all your rudiments and you do all that. So that's how I kind of got started that way. And then that just kind of kept going through up in the high school. You're playing marching band and you're in jazz band and big band and all that other stuff. So then after high school, just, you know, hit local bands around town and just played as much as I could. Right. <clears throat> so do you still find time to practice in between playing? Yes. Yes. And uh, I, I, I live in a condo, so playing like a huge drum set is kind of hard. So I have a Roland uh, TD25 kit that I've kind of tricked out, and I've sent you pictures of my setup and stuff like that. So I, um, I practice probably – every other day or every day if I can depending on where I'm working and stuff like that because uh, the, the economy is crazy and I'm working my butt off but I try to practice between an hour and two hours a day all right. Okay. I got you. That's pretty good, man. I've been really trying to practice too. And I got the, the warmest compliment the other day from a good friend of mine, Tim Davis. He was like, man, dude, I could tell you've been practicing. I was like, what? Oh my God. Nice. So I'm just like, isn't that a good feeling when somebody actually goes out the way and con- I, I try to compliment anytime I'm playing, somebody's playing the drums. I, I always watch the drummer and yep. I'll just try to give him a little compliment, man, because I'm going to tell you, that right cheered me up, man. I was so, like, yeah. It made me actually want to go practice more. It's like, you know what? I'm going to go practice when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes you feel good. The, the best compliment I ever got was uh, uh, a drummer around town who's, who's very uh, pretty well-known around here. He's a really good drummer, and he showed up to see me play one time. And I got off my set and looked over me, and he, he puts his hand in his pocket, and he's digging down deep. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? Is he going to give me like a quarter or something? You know, he's like, dude, I'm trying to get the lint out because you're so deep in the pocket right now, I can't even find you. And I'm like, wow, that's freaking awesome. I mean, so I'll, I'll take that all day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. cool, man. Very cool. So what are your views on like social media as far as pros and cons to posting like drum covers, posting a video of yourself playing? Um, do you do this very often and do you feel it's got any benefits? I, I, I've started dabbling in a little bit more and I'm setting up my basement uh, studio area a little bit more so I can start doing more stuff like that. I just see, It just seems like that social media is just like the where to go if you want to get seen and do this do yeah that. i'm you telling know, you man like tiktok kind of, right now like tiktok is like really kind of blowing up on the drum scene stuff because it's kind of yeah, early yeah. a lot of people ain't posting yep. stuff there they don't get a lot of, but when, when it right. starts picking up man those earlier views are going to start mega i'm telling you I've, I've been posting content on tiktok here lately and like it is it's crazy how um easy it is to get a following on it right now Oh yeah, absolutely. I haven't I haven't got down that street yet. I'm just, 
I'm still trying to because you can do all the video stuff right there from your <laughs> you can do all the video stuff right there from your phone like literally right. you can just yeah. you don't have to you don't have to put it on a computer you can just take little snippets of a video and then just put it all together yep. and add some music to it and shoot it out there and it's done and like I mean normally I can do I can edit a video and put one together like while I'm sitting on the toilet in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> I don't put a whole lot of thought in it. Then I think I can do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't hit down that one yet. The YouTube one, I have a, a friend that does a lot of stuff that I've been kind of watching his. But you know, to go back to your question about is it helpful? I absolutely. I mean, it gets you out there. Yeah. You know, and it's it's great for it's great for a lot of purposes too. And and you can relate to this. And um. Back when I had to learn songs back in the 80s and the 90s, you know, I used to have to use the cassette tape or the record. You had to rewind to do this. Now, if like I go fill in for a band, like I'm doing these past two weekends, I just go punch in the song that I want. And I touch, you know, I hit drum cover, and then I can watch eight people do a drum cover of that song and go, okay, I like what this guy's doing. No, that's not right. And you can just pick through, and it mm-hmm. makes learning yeah. So much easier. Yeah. Back when, I mean, I'm going to tell you, when I first started playing the drums, man, I didn't start playing the drums until I was like 20, probably about 26 or 27. And that's just one of them deals. But I've always, was always tapping on stuff. Like my whole life, I was always right. just like tapping on pencils in the desk in school. And yep. I remember one time I was tapping on it and just like kids started dancing in the classroom when I was just like tapping with pencils. <laughs> so I, but when I only, but when I sat behind a drum kit when I was 26, man, it was like, an explosion went off, and I just ever since then, man, I've been on it. I've been just fascinated about the whole craft in general, everything about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally, totally. I know people, uh, uh, and I tell this to a lot of people. I, I, I coach, I coach soccer a lot of my life, and coached at a competitive level and played. I get uh, people ask me if I get nervous when I go on stage, and I don't. And they're like, "Well, why?" I said, "I get more nervous coaching the levy kids because I can't control them. When I get on stage, and I sit behind the kid." That's me. I can control that. I can control my mood, how I play, the energy that I put into it. it I love crowds. I love playing the crowds, you know. Mm-hmm. But coaching 11 kids, I'm like stressing out, pulling my hair out because, you know, I can't control the situation. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I like to be able to. Yeah. That, that's kind of what it, it is for me when I'm starting playing live like that, man. It's just like there's an energy that you can feel. And people can. Yep. Picking people can detect on that energy. They can be like, "Whoa, that's that's you know," and they can feel it. And they're gonna get into it more, you know. Yeah, oh, oh, exactly. I mean, if you're if you're smiling and having a good time on stage, it, that that portrays to the crowd, and the crowd's gonna get into it. But if you're just down there like phoning it in, you know, they're just gonna be like non-responsive and be like, "Well, if this guy's really not getting into it. Why are we here?" You know, it's just like, man, just. I, you got to have a good time. You have to be smiling and just, you know, it, I, that's, I don't know. That's just the way I look at it. Some yeah. People look at it just like whatever, you know. So if you could describe, like, what type of drummer that you are. Let's just say, for instance, <clears throat> are you a drummer that has a little bit of swing? Are you more straight? Um, what kind of drummer would you classify yourself as? Probably the, a pocket drummer. I'm, you know, I'm going to be in the pocket. I'm not going to be flashy. Uh, I'm not going to throw my sticks and do all this stuff. I'm going to play to the song. Um, I like to just lay it back and just lay the beat down, you know, and just and have a good time. Yeah. You know? 
I don't need to, I don't need to be the guy thrown. I mean, I have a, I, I have a double pedal, but I can tell you, I barely, really ever use it because I just, I, I, if it's needed, I'll add it where it's needed. But I've seen bands that just because they have all, I shouldn't say bands. I see drummers that just because have, they have all this gear, they feel that they need to play everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to listen to the bass player. I like the groove. I just love the groove of the bass player. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been very the groove with the bass player. Yeah. It's almost yeah, kind of like with the drums, man. It's just like it's almost like the the drummers that play less, almost trying to practice pl- putting less in, is the one that's going to yeah. get the gigs and the one that's going to get hired on. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, and don't get me wrong. I you know I I don't practice the stick twirling and the double bass fills and all this other stuff. But you know, I, you know, I went to a Todd Zuckerman clinic and he basically said, you know, I can do blast beats all day, but it's not going to pay the bills. You know, playing on two and four and and doing this, that's going to pay the bills. And granted, he does it for a living and stuff like that, but I just look at it in the same sense of, like, I, I'm not a flashy drummer. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm, I'm not going to be Tommy Lee, you know, and, and looking, doing all that stuff just because I can't. I, I can't. I mean, if I practice it, I probably could. I just never thought that that was part of what I need right. to be being in a band. Mm-hmm. I want to play it. I want to be in the pocket. I want people to be dancing. I want to make sure that my tempo is spot on and I'm not rushing it, and then everybody's just locked in. Yeah. That's fun to me. Do you do much recording? Yeah, I actually um, do. I'm working with a bunch of different people. They're sending me stuff, and I could do it through the uh, Ableton. I, I, you know, I, I had that set up that I showed you. Basically, I run my TD25 into a Focusrite. Yep, you sent me that. And then it goes, goes to my computer, and then it's Ableton. So I'm able to play two songs and then download the and then record the Roland TD25 stuff. I'm just experimenting with like different MIDI stuff that's all kind of new to me. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do a lot more recording now. Nice, nice. I tell you, man, when you start really recording yourself playing in time and listen to yourself back, like these studio drummers, those are the drummers that are like bad to the bone because they've listened to themselves time and time again and they're finding out that the less they put in there it's like the better the song actually kind of gets and it makes when you really do roll on those toms you know do 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 they're just it just so it stands out so much but if you did it on every in every one of them you know in every one of the turns it's just like it's it wouldn't be very important you know yeah, exactly. No, I totally agree with you 100%. One of uh, the, the last few bands I've been, I have a Zoom recorder that I usually give the song guy, and he plugs it into his board. And I would basically listen to my performance on the way home, or the next day I would download it onto my phone. And then I would listen to see, okay, am I doing everything right? Am I, am I rushing anything? Is that song stupid? Did I, that fill that I tried to squeeze in, is it song, does it work with the song and this and that? So I'm always recording myself and listening to what I can do to be better. Yeah, I think that makes you a good drummer, man. Because I think that's maybe that's one of the reasons why I've, I, I feel like I've gotten better as a drummer myself is just the fact that all the drum sound files that I'm doing, you know, and just playing, just constantly yep. listening to myself record and just like, you start, because I'm going to tell you, man, it's easy to, people underestimate a simple beat playing it straight and solid, like how much, and playing it the same where, like you're not hitting that kick drum at different temps, you know, you're not hitting it different speed i mean you're not hitting it as hard every time you know so i feel like that's right there to play consistent you know for 30 seconds solid good you know is very underrated i mean people are like what that's easy but it's it's very difficult to play 
you know, I thought I played on time until I, I started playing under a metronome, and I was like, whoa, I'm not playing on, I'm not as playing as clean as I thought I was, you know? Yeah. I remember uh, a story that uh, um, uh, Living Color was on tour with the police back in whenever they came out, and they were doing drum clinics with Will Calhoun and Stuart Copeland, and somebody in the audience asked Stuart, oh, with William being on tour, you know, what's the, what's the most difficult phrase pattern you you have to play every night, you know, to keep up with, you know, with William and this and that. Stuart laid down quarter notes on the hi-hat, snare on the two and four, and a bass drum on one and three, and he played it for like 20 minutes. Wow. <laughs> That's the hardest thing to play. So it's, it's you know, and you know, we talked, you talked about, you know, the social media stuff and all this other stuff. It's very good at getting yourself out there, but it's also really bad in my opinion for for the kids because they see this and they're like, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that when they're, they're skipping the basics of how to become a drummer. Now working at Guitar Center, we have parents that come in with their kids and they're like, yeah, we're either going to buy a good throne or a double bass drum pedal. Well, they want to get the double bass drum pedal right away because you know they saw such and such guy on YouTube doing it. And nine times out of 10, I will talk the parents out of a double bass drum pedal and make them buy the throne and tell them that, look, you need to know how to walk before you can run. Learn how to master the single pedal before you do the double pedal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep, exactly. I've been practicing trying to play so slow. So, for instance, there's this, yep. there's just like this, um, this crazy beat that it's kind of like a new orleans beat but it's kind of it goes doom 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 ta doom 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 ta doom 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 ta and man playing that at a, at a, at a high tempo man it's freaking i can play it just for a minute and then i just fall off of it and i said like, i can't quite walk it for just for a second you know so i actually started like slowing it down to where it's like don't even sound like it's not even the same vibe it's, a, it's like a total different so, I mean, beat now going doom, 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 like a tosser kind of doom, doom, ta, doom. But man, playing it slow like that and really, and then locking it slow in, like, yep. and it, I felt like that was when I went to try to practice it at the tempo that I wanted to play at. Man, I was hitting it. I was hitting it. And I was just like, yes. Then that really works, man. <laughs> slow it down oh, real yeah. slow. Yep. And then lock that in because it's just muscle memory. Once you get that muscle. Yep. Because if you're a drummer, man, you know that you're a drummer. You feel the beat in your bones. You feel it where it's got to go. So true drummers, I think yeah. like true drummers are born. Like I was talking about the other day. True, true drummers are born. They're not... I feel like you, you you can you can show somebody the drums and they can learn the drums. They can be very good at the drums, but they're not going to have that heart and that soul for it. You know, right. it's a feel. It's a feel. It's, it's you know, just yeah. It's just sitting back and doing it. Yeah, I know exactly. I know exactly what you're saying. Um, yeah, totally, totally understand that. And I had to learn uh, um, "Limelight" by Rush for the, the last two weekends. Mm. And um, I know the song by heart by listening to it, but then I, I, I downloaded the sheet music and I'm looking at it and it's like seven, four times, three, four, four, four times. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh man, this is tough. But when you slow it down and you count it out and you figure it out and you're like, wow, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was. I mean, I think you, you kind of freak yourself out going, oh, that's too hard. But if you slow it down and break it down and work at it, like you said, as soon as you get back to the speed you want it to be at, you're like, oh, I got it. You know, and it's like, what was I worried about? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, so I'll ask you a question. What was, what's the, what obstacles have you really had to overcome? 
like for instance right. with the drums like what obstacles was like really hard for you to kind of because a lot of people i feel like that a lot of people they're just so worried about what everybody else thinks it's not even funny man yeah um i i think i stopped worrying about that a long time ago just because i think that you know there's a lot of jealous people out there and you know everybody's a critique and everybody's going to tell you this and that you just have to do you and that's kind of the way that i look mm-hmm. at it so i'm just going to do me and if you know what if that person doesn't like it i i don't care because you're not going to please everybody and it goes back to that whole thing with, with social media and stuff you could post something super super nice on your facebook page where you did this and did that and there's going to be one guy that's going to completely be a jag about it or, or be an ass about it and just mess it up so it's like i've learned a long time ago that I have to be happy with what I'm doing and screw what everybody else thinks. I don't yeah. care. I'm going to do me. I'm going to yeah, do man. me. You know, like it, that's tough. You know, and everybody always has advice. Oh, you should do this. You should do that. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do me. And that's where I've gotten in life by doing me. And I'm fine with that. Man, it's a people, they just wait. They're so worried about it. Man, if you think about how much of a blessing to even be here, like gratitude right now is like 100%. I'm so thankful to be alive right now. It's not even funny because oh, look around, man. Folks are hurting. They're dying. It's like we got it pretty yep. damn good right now. We do. And yep. we just got to keep remembering that shit because we'll forget it really fast. But, man, just walk, look around. It's all you got to do. And you'll be so thankful if you really can kind of dial that in because – <clears throat> you know, we're definitely not giving another breath. And I've been kind of, I've been listening to some books here lately, and I just really want to live, you know, live your life as if this is your last week on earth. Like, how would you live your right. life if you was going to be, if you know that this is the last week on earth, would right. every moment be special to you, or would you be worrying about what somebody said and this and that? You would you'd be so caught up in the moment that, you wouldn't care what they did to you because you knew that would be the last time that you saw them. And I really want to start. I'm telling you, man, I'm going to start it, man. I'm doing it right now. It's it's definitely helped me kind of feel my way around, you know? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird, weird time that we're in right now. And, And like you said, you know, and I, I play every show that like, you don't know who's in the audience. You know, I'm playing to the one person that, you know, is enjoying the show. There may be mm-hmm. five other people that aren't enjoying the show, but you know, you're not playing to them because they're just—they're not happy. Yeah. You know, just play play for them, play for the people that did come to see you, and just play because you want to and you can. Like you said, you know, this, what we do is a gift that we've got, and I, I'm going to play it till I can't call drums anymore. You know. Yeah. So. Exactly, man. And how special that is because I, I believe that the right chord progression. And the right, you know, can actually, it can change lives and the right chord progression can affect your emotions and it can just, it can just change your whole outlook and somebody be, was needing to hear that in a certain way or, and it just, yep. music does things to folks, man. It, it, it just helps, it nourishes and it's just like a, it's a series of vibrations that are put together in just a crazy way that our brains love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, everybody has, at least I can't, I shouldn't say everybody, at least I do. I know there's songs that, you know, that will bring, will spark memories from you as a kid or work from or wherever, you know, I'll, I'll remember that song because I was here. That one puts a big smile on my face. And, you yeah. know, it's just, there's all these things that just, you know, there's that, the one song that I can, uh, I get tears in my eyes, Louis Armstrong song from uh, Good Morning Vietnam, you know, mm-hmm. that one where he sings, I mean, I, I think it's Louis Armstrong and I think it's 
Yeah. Um, I, I tear up on that song. It's just so emotional, but yeah. when he sings it, it's I know, like, man. Dude, I, it can, we connect with that. Yes. God, if you yes. can't feel that, man, I feel bad for you. I know, man. I, man. I, I, I feel that, you know? Yes. Ugh. People, they, they just kind of flip through the channels, man. And I'm going to tell you when, you, when a song hits you like that and you can connect with it, man, it, it changes lives. I just love it, man. I just love it. Yeah, Music absolutely. is such an amazing thing. So let me ask you something. So is there any apps that you're currently crazy about on your phone? Like, <clears throat> I, I kind of get obsessed with different apps. Right now, I'm obsessed with TikTok app. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> I am blown away how easy it is to make a video on TikTok where it would take me hours to shoot it on my computer and do this and do that and blah, blah. I can do it, like I say, in very quick time. <laughs> Toilet time, that that's, is. That's funny. I, I have TikTok on my phone, but I don't think I, I think I rarely use it. I think I saw some stuff that you do and one other friend of mine that's on there, but I, I haven't done much on there, but it's funny hearing you say that. I'm trying everything oh, right now. I'm trying everything, on, especially on TikTok. I'm just having fun with TikTok, and I'm just, like, putting random videos up of us making noise and, you know... Right. <laughs> Hey, check this out, man. I'm doing something really cool at the Outlaw Drum Compound, dude. I'm actually putting together a Airbnb um, studio for drummers to come and stay and play drums and, you know, even maybe even build them a custom drum and help me in the shop kind of building their stuff. Oh, man. Where they can customize it, get it exactly like they want it, like being right there with it. I was going to try it for about a month and see if I like doing that. Sure. But right. I, I've been working my ass off over there, getting uh, everything kind of ready. Like they, they got their own place to stay. Like that's, put up. That's cool. Yeah, it's like a, so. It's like but it has like a patio outside. It's got a fire pit, kind of nice. setting the music vibe. You know, maybe even for sound, even for like recording studios, or maybe for somebody that really wants to get a new vibe or write a record or something. I don't know. I'm gonna try it. I've never seen nobody else do it ever. There's nothing close to kind of mimic with, but I'm gonna try it and see if it works. Oh heck yeah! I, if I started working in your shop, I probably wouldn't leave. <laughs> probably in two weeks is when I'm gonna start doing it. I was thinking about two more weeks. I got to get some stuff ready. But my mom is like the ultimate servant, and <clears throat> it's uh, yeah. So she she's she's. I'm gonna tell you, man. She's we're gonna put together like a. It'll be like breakfast in the mornings, and then like lunch. And then maybe like a snack at night or something. Because like, dinner is probably a little bit too much, you know. Pers- so I was right. just thinking not really offering dinner. But I don't know, man. I, I'm all, I, I, Here's the thing, man. I'm always going to try something. and Because um, I get bored real easy. Like, I get tired of doing the same thing. I'm going to try something else. I want to I touch that next boundary that's been holding me back, you know. Right. Um, well, and it all goes with that. It all goes. It all goes with that being happy and doing what you want to do. I mean, if you know, don't it though. Certain people are, are happy with just you know the same routine, doing this and doing that, and you know, and that goes. Yes, life short. Else. That's why. I, right. Did I lose you? Yeah, yeah. Life is oh, short, man. It's time. It's time for us to, man, for real. It's like. It is uh, it's, it's it's time to be happy. It's trying to trying to get happy and do something that you love to do, you know. And and here's the thing too, man. I've always been kind of caught between. I mean, it's not a fair. It's not something that nobody knows, you know. But building drums, man. There's no. There's not a whole lot of profit to be made. Um, right. As far as you know, the consistency of it and how. I, I don't know, man. I've been doing this for a while, 
and it definitely has been always amazing and super fun to do but i can make so much more money doing like cabinet work let's just say for instance oh yeah um oh i know but my heart ain't in the cabinet work, so I was really, that's, and that's why I'm doing the Patreon thing, man, to kind of, that's why I feel like that's it's huge for, you know, it's an opportunity for folks to kind of help out, because eventually I want to be yep. doing this, like, man, if I did this full-time, like, I'm doing it right part, I got some other kind of gigs that I'm doing right now to kind of bring in some extra money right now, but man, sure. dude, I could freaking kill it, I, I mean, I could kill it, but I, I'm trying to put as much as I possibly can into that's why I'm doing this podcast stuff. I'm doing. Uh, I'm really pushing my Instagram um, and TikTok and um, <laughs> YouTube stuff hard. Right. Yeah, yeah. you got to get yourself out there. I mean, that's just the. That's what you have to do. I mean, that's that's how we market ourselves as, as drummers and as, as musicians is, is using all those networks to mm-hmm. the best out of our abilities. Cause you got to you got to put yourself out there in a certain way too, man. It's like because it's weird with you know when you talk about people branding themselves and branding their name, that's kind of what they're doing. They're putting they're setting their image and they're setting their um, their style out there as being the one and only. That's it. You know, there's right. nobody else going to drum like you, brother, for sure. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's that's just it, and, and, and people need to see that. And the only way to see it is if you get yourself out there and do it. I mean. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. In the next few months, I definitely have will have more stuff out there. I have a YouTube channel. I have some stuff out there, but not clearly enough as as some other people. And I need I need to check out TikTok now that you got me all hooked up. Hey man, it, so. have you thought about starting a podcast? <laughs> doing like podcasts? I have not. I should. Um, Dude, I should. You, you're so likable, man. I guarantee you, man. You could do well at that. You definitely could do well at that. Um, yeah, I like to talk. So. Yeah, it's, no. it's it's super fun, and, and I don't know, man. It's just one of them things where um, I don't know. You get two drummers together, dude. It's so. Tell me about your woodworking background. Or right, you said you you do you you're a carpenter. So what yeah, do you do? Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a rough and finished carpenter, but I'm more of a finished carpenter in the last twenty years. So um, you put all that pretty crown molding and baseboard yeah, and trim up. Yeah, cabinets, that's an art, cabinets, dude. That's a that's yeah, an art because. Hard. I'm going to just, you know, for me doing the cabinet work and having to go and do crown molding, you know, it's, there's a way that that stuff has to be run and there's a certain way that it has to be put up. Yeah, it is. And it's funny when you walk in the houses and you see um, people brag that their brother-in-law, their father-in-law came in and put the crown in and you realize, hey, you know, it's upside down, right? And they're like, what? <laughs> I can't stand like, yeah. that. Oh, my God. Yeah. The cove oh, goes at the man. bottom. <laughs> exactly but I've been in the many houses that it was upside down that's like the biggest joke in the industry I know like, okay, I can't even look at it right I'd have to tear that down immediately <laughs> if it was in my house upside down that would just drive me up the wall I could not I'm oh, picky yeah, about my, I love that part about the cabinet so probably more than anything is doing designing the because we had like a little mold machine where I could make custom knives and cut for the oh, nice. For the, so I could do like a you know a, a six or seven step crown and and have a, a knife made and put it in the machine and it was like it come out perfect and uh, okay. so I did that for a little while man it's definitely fun yeah the fun thing about being a finished carpenter is that every day is different you know I could be setting cabinets one day and I could be doing hanging doors the next day or I could be building custom that way kind of like you I can't I can't work in a factory I can't do the same job over over and over again. Um, I just, I, my mind just works. It's like, it's gotta be always doing something different, mm-hmm. you know? So I think being a carpenter worked out good being a drummer too, because you know, there's, 
there's endless genres of music that I have not even touched yet that I want to get into to start doing, you know, and luckily for nowadays, YouTube is, is awesome for, you know, looking at different stuff and learning stuff. And if you can't be inspired by what's out there, I, I don't know what to tell you because I see some people doing some stuff and I'm just like, wow, that was awesome. I mm-hmm. did, you know, that was great. You know, it's just, there's so much to get inspired by. Yeah, especially watching YouTube and TikTok, man. It's just like, oh my God, these young kids coming up nowadays, dude, they are freaking insane. Jeez. Oh, I know. I mean, I don't even want to talk about it. But here's the thing, man. I've, I had a guy come over today. He dropped some toms off for me to work on. And it was very fun, man, because his name was John. He come over. He said his drummer had this drum kit. He couldn't get it to sound right. He thinks the edges need to be cut. And I don't take a whole – sometimes I'll take stuff on depending. He's a local guy, so I thought it would be kind of cool to meet him and talk to him. You know, I love meeting musicians. So he came down to the shop today. And we had – and he, he – um. He's, he's a, an amazing guitar player, dude. He just started playing guitar for a minute. So he went to the studio, and I knew he was a guitar player, and I just kind of wanted to see what he got. You know, I was like, hey, there's the guitar right there. Pick it up. And homie started just playing some freaking ridiculous clips, and I was like, whoa, hang on. So I went over there and started, I pressed record on my uh, uh, th- computer, and man, we got into that groove that was like, I had the snare tuned real low and fat, like it was like, blah, blah. And it just made such a really cool sound. It was a Welch tuning one. The one I just and it was just like, dude. Oh, okay. So he was like, "Oh my god, this is insane!" And I was like, blown away. So we're gonna start kind of working together because I, th- I thought I think it would be kind of cool to start using some of his music or maybe some of the background music on the podcast shows, kind of in the background, you know, kind of low. Yeah. And it's it's kind of groovy. You got, I mean, a lot of times you gotta, you know, you gotta buy that stuff. You gotta buy that music and. It would be kind of one little cool asset where we can just put that in there with it. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, we had the best time, and we jammed for probably probably three hours. I told him I had to go to back to work because you know, that's what happens, man. When you own your own business, dude, it takes a lot of discipline. You know this. I mean, it's oh, yeah. so easy to go down a rabbit trail and be like, well, damn. And then, you know, when the jobs are not done and this and that, it's like, well, crap, you know. Oh, yeah. I can relate 100%. Totally totally get it but it, those those times are fun though and you know he was meant to stop by that and you guys were meant to jam i mean that's all it all happens for a reason i mean the people that you run into in your life i really truly believe god's got a purpose for you to meet those people mm-hmm. i've met so many cool people and i've always put myself out there to meet you people yeah you know it's, it's just you have to isn't it you know, fun be, it's like so to oh be open god. and to meet new people man dude that's i'm gonna tell you i was so on a high all day today i mean it was just like we were just talking music and just kind of connected with the whole writing process and the whole drumming yep. deal and guitar playing. It was just like, you know it when you get together with that guitar player for the first time and our bass player. He got on the bass and was playing too, and it was just, and it just things just click. It's like whoa, we connect really good musically. It's like, yep. but you know people how you connect good with them musically, but you don't connect good with them anywhere else. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got I've got those people in my life too. People that I can play with you, but I can't hang out with you. You know, it's just like. <laughs> That's funny. Because there's a personality. I mean, typically I can get along with anybody, but there is a few people that, right. you know, everything's got to be their way and this and that. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those, yeah. Those people you don't need in your life. It's just like whatever. I've been you cutting know, folks out, man. I've been like, shoot, 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 cutting folks out that don't need to be there. That's going to. Because I believe that you got to have the right ingredients to make the right 
stew or pot or whatever you're making. You gotta have the right ingredients right. in your life. Cause we we are like yep. we're sponges, man. We absorb from each other. And if we're if I were hanging around with negativity and bullcrap, we're gonna be suck that's gonna suck into us and we're gonna be, you know, we're gonna be just like them. We're gonna be you know, unless unless we're really working hard, you know, but most people ain't. So I just feel like you gotta really watch who you got in your circle. Is all there's to it. Right, right. And I always I always try to tell people too to step outside your box sometimes too. And and this goes back to my coaching days is that, you know, I would take kids that weren't maybe as skilled as other kids that they were gonna play with, but I, I made them play with them because it brings their level up, you know. Mm-hmm. And and then I had and you have to be supportive obviously as well. But you raise your game when you're playing with I mean, if I sit down and I play with a certain guitar player who's really super good, I'm bringing my A game. You yeah. know, it may not be his A level game, but I'm going to bring mine because one, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to let this dude down. But I know I can hang. Just mm-hmm. give me the chance. And, yeah. You know, that's you just got to boost confidence and all that other stuff. So. Yeah, man, that, that's a fun anticipation, man. It's like jamming for the first time. You know somebody that you fish to go jam with, good. So, man, how you get everything kind of? I could get make sure I get my. St- I'm bad about not getting my drum set set up and just jumping behind the kit and start playing any old way. Like, cause a lot of times somebody come behind the drum kit and have it all jacked up, you know, and adjusting the pedal and. And this one thing I like about that trick pedal, dude. You can go in there and adjust that tension on that sucker. But somebody go in there and start messing with that thing. And you know how a drummer is, you go to start feeling that pedal, and you're like, whoa, that pedal. no, I can't use that pedal, nope. But sometimes, yeah. you know, with that trick, you can adjust it, loose it or tighter. Um, but oh, I, it's just that knob, it's super simple, yeah. You can do it while you're playing. Yep. While you're playing, yep. you can I've adjust that it. knob on it. Isn't that what you use? I had the wrong, yeah, I got two of them. I have a, a Dominator, and I've got a Black Widow. Um, yeah, they're just, they're great pedals. Everybody that I love playing them, they're just like, oh my god, these are awesome. Now it's a direct drive, so you have to get used to it. So people that are used to driving, used to using a chain drive, it's a little bit of a an adjustment factor for them. But once they get on it, it's, uh, it's one of the best puddles out there. And I'm not doing it because I endorse their stuff. I'm doing it because I'm I sell all the other puddles too, and it's the best one by far. Yeah, they're top notch, man. I love it. I got a DW. Um, was it? Uh, it's not the nine thousand. It's the one below that. One. Five thousand. Yeah. Five. I, yeah, I got one of those on my kit right now, and it, it works pretty good. Um, I've got it kind of set up to where that 5,000 right out the box. Normally, they like I said, they, they're pretty much set up, and I just yep. kind of go back and forth. And it's, that's actually, I'm starting to kind of start liking my trick a little better now, where I was liking the more and more I play. Um, it's definitely, but I love trick drums, man. Mike over there, dude, they freaking, they're amazing. He has a German Shepherd, too, yeah. like Max, so it's like, whoa. We're bros, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, you, the, the snare throw offs too are just dude. Their snare throw offs are tanks, man. They're like yeah. bulletproof. Holy cow! Yeah, the design that these guys yeah. put into of their technology and how they do their stuff, man. I remember when they took the whole uh, they took a whole machine shop to Nam and was doing all yeah. kinds of crazy stuff over there. Yeah, he, he definitely built some really cool stuff, and it's it's been a pleasure getting to to know him the past few years and developing the relationship I have with him and everybody else. So, but uh, yeah, I, I like I tell everybody, I, I get to play some ridiculous gear. You know, I just I, I'm I'm fortunate. You know, I'm blessed. Yeah, man. Yeah, 
And I tell you that, and that's what I love about you too, man. It's just like you know, a lot of times people they got this. The drums is a side gig, it's a side hustle, man. They got the other, and that's how I feel like you can enjoy the drums the most because it's a lot of times people that rely on just drums for income are struggling a lot right now with picking up stuff. You got to have all these guys that are really appreciative and have lots of gear, man. It seems like a lot of them are um, are you know have other jobs, you know. Yeah, I mean, I would, in a heartbeat, I'd, I'd be on a tour in a heartbeat if somebody called me. But, you know, luckily for me, I've, being a carpenter is, is good to, to back up on. And, you know, I can work anywhere in the country if I need to. Being from the Midwest, it always works well for me because of our uh, our German uh, craftsmanship and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we've been told by a couple of people, you can come to Arizona, we'll hire you tomorrow. You know, Florida, you can go to Florida and I can get a job as soon as I get off the plane. Wow based on the experience I have and the knowledge I have but yeah I'd, I'd rather be playing drums but just enjoying life right now and playing so what are you doing what do you do to far as stay focused as far as on the goals with um, your drum because it's so easy to lose focus nowadays with everything going on you almost kind of got to map some time out don't you what do you, what do you do yeah well for me the last couple of months have been like filling stuff so I've had enough to focus on learning new songs and doing you know getting those set lists ready to play with these, these few bands that I've been playing with so I've been doing that but during the summer season I was really swamped but basically what I would do is just you know I'm trying to work on my hand speed hand speed, speed and, and, and yeah hand speed and, and foot speed mm-hmm. changing stuff you know the, working on the double bass drum had a little bit more than I'm used to doing um, not that I think I would ever need it for anything but just because it's something that I know I'm weak at that's one of my not my strong points is double bass playing and stuff odd time signatures is another one that I spend a lot of time on odd time signature man dude that's you're right about that man because like sometimes you can get so lost in a groove that one when one one arm's doing one thing and then you start going down another path it's like whoa there's two paths developing here on this this platform whoa yep and like you said with recording myself and listening is trying not to get too complacent like if I'm playing this song this way and I'm playing the next am I keeping the bass drum pattern the same or am I changing it up or you know just trying not to be so predictable at times yeah because you can get like that you get a new that's like with life you just get a new routine it's like okay you know we're just going to keep it doing this way straight forward and then it's like the next song's the same I don't want to sound like the same song over and over and over you know what I'm saying there's plenty of plenty of those guys that'll do that I want to stand out yeah man yeah I know one thing man like like yeah you you definitely have a, an, an amazing touch behind the kit man that's for sure who's your favorite drummer like what drummer do you it's like yep that's the one. Oh man everybody always asks you that and it's like you know you're always supposed to say like you know the the, the favorites um well mine so kind of moves I, like mine all mine's not set in stone mine's very loose right right so I'm gonna go from from how I started, what I listened to, to growing, going through my career, let's just say. So the first drummer that I was kind of turned on to was Sandy Nelson. I don't know if you knew he's a California drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like surf stuff. It was like surf drumming and stuff like that. He was like the first drum record that I ever heard. And then seeing, obviously seeing Buddy Rich on The Tonight Show, you know, blew my mind. And it was just like, wow. And then Louis Belson, it was just like, so you go on to that, and then, you know, you're a little bit older than I get. I got into the more prog rock guys. I mean, I was in like uh, Carl Palmer, you know, and then obviously Neil Peart and Phil Collins when he was doing stuff with Genesis and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, but just 
when you get into high school, I mean, there's so many, there's so many guys that you can look at. I mean, Stuart Copeland was probably another one of my top favorite guys. It just, how he played in the police was just ridiculous. I just, you know, he, he was huge influence. And then, you know, there's, you know, Dennis Chambers, you know, I saw, you know, him, Vinny Caliuto is probably, I got turned on to Frank Zappa, Joe's Garage, and Vinny Caliuto was on that album. And I just, senior high school, that album blew me away. Just his playing was just out of this world, man. You know, so and then you know, there's nowadays there's just so many good guys. I mean, you just it's, it's hard for me to say one guy is going to be the guy. You know, I wasn't a huge bottom guy, and people look at me funny, and I just said I wasn't in the Led Zeppelin. I was more of a frog rock guy. Yeah, but you know, and even Ringo, I wasn't a huge Ringo fan, but then over the last 10, 15 years, I really you know, got into his playing and how he played to the song and, and he just does not get credit for, you know, for playing simple. Yeah. You know, Charlie Watts. I mean, all yeah. those guys. Yeah. You know? And then there's like Mike Portnoy who blows your mind and yeah. Mike Mangini and all those guys, you know, it's just like the rev, you know, from the, you know, it's just, there's so many good drummers. Hang on a second. Hey, shut up! I'm recording! I'm gonna do those in a minute! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, no, um, so my favorite drummer is Stanton Moore. Stanton Moore is the man. Yep. That's like, yep. uh, I don't know, his style, like I'm that whole New Orleans kind of funk kind yep. of thing, dude, I'm digging it right yep. now. But that that could yep. change very soon. But right now, I'm into that groove right now, big time. Yeah. Um, Kevin that, Harrison is another ridiculous drummer, too, you it, know. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Um, yeah, man. Um, let me see what I got here. That that hit on anything else? Um, let's see. What's one thing that most people don't know about you? I bet you they don't know your caliber of drumming, do they? No, they don't. Probably not. You know, and and, and, that, and that's fine. Um, they get, a lot of people get surprised. I guess. When they see me play that, you know, oh, you know, I played a, a show the other night and, you know, somebody said, oh, he's no virgin at playing those drums. <laughs> it was just funny how he said it because I sat in and I never practiced with the band. So they were just like, well, he's no virgin. So, no, that's probably about what it is. You know, they underestimate. But then they also know after me playing that, you know, I'm I'm serious. I take I take what I do serious when people hire me to do things. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to be the, the drunk guy falling off my bar stool. Exactly, man. Because that's that's the ones that are not taking it serious, man. The ones that are just gonna get so screwed up, dude. There's so many drummers like that. That's where I feel like there's those are not the ones that are born drummers, man. Those are not. Those are those are the ones that I'm gonna start. I'm gonna learn how to play because it's. I'm just gonna do it because I want to hang out with my buddies or whatever. The ones that, I mean, those are the ones that are gonna be able to. They're gonna sell their gear. The first thing that comes up, they're gonna be gone. Boom, you know. And yeah. you know that's exactly. sad thing, man. Because I'm telling you, man, it's, it's it's very very sad to see that. Um, have you ever got like angry and mad and kind of stormed off the show, or have you have you have you ever been playing with somebody that's done that? <laughs> um, no, I've I've gotten upset with somebody that I was playing with, but I did it pretty much after the show, and you know I was packing my stuff up and didn't really say much. I mean, just. You know, you work with some people sometimes and they're just an arrogant ass for, you know, lack of a better terms. Yeah. And you just, 
you know, I don't want to be around those kind of people. I, I don't need it. It's a waste of my time if you're going to be like that and act like that. So don't, don't waste my time. Yeah, man. Yeah. I've been fortunate, though. I, I've been very fortunate with all the bands that I can say that I've played in. I've played with some fantastic guitar players and fantastic bass players. You know, I haven't had a ton of keyboard players, but the keyboard player in the last one was really, really good, too. But I, I, I've been very fortunate that when I look over to my left and see the guitar players that I've been playing with and the bass players, I... I there's not a lot of people that can say that they're really happy with who they played with, that they've had bad experiences. You know, there's been some ego stuff with some people, but as far as talent-wise, I've always been able to surround myself around people that are that push me to become a better drummer, that make me bring my A game every show. Yeah, that's what I feel like. It's very, you are who you hang around with, man. If you're hanging out with crappy guitar players, you're going to be a crappy drummer. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I mean, agree. come on. You know, if, you, if you're good, you're going to be gone. Someone's going to see you or steal you from that band and do that. I mean, if you're with a with a mediocre band, I mean, you got to look at the mirror and go, okay, am I mediocre too? What can I do to be better? I mean, some people are happy with that. I mean, that's, that's you know, and that's, that's completely fine. I have no issues with that. I do have issues with people that don't change their drum heads. You know, oh my God, some of the kits I played on, it's like, dude, when's the last time you changed your head? Yeah, they you look know? like they've been used as a welcome mat walking up for it. Oh my God, <laughs> tuning. Tuning is an art that is, is, is vastly Gosh. not being taught by people. Yes, oh my man. God. Working Gosh. at Guitar Center, I, tell, I tune about five or six drummers that play, that are pretty big, pretty big bands around here. They come in the Guitar Center and give me their drums and I tune their snare drums for them. Hmm. Yeah, that's a big that's a big thing, man. A lot of folks, like I said, that's a, that, it's an art. It's an art. You can make a really it is, it crappy is. snare drum sound amazing just by changing the heads and setting it up properly. Yep. Right, tuning the bottom head. And they just everybody's all about the top head. Yeah. Like, did you forget about the bottom head? The bottom head, no. king. I I typically have a bottom head pretty tight, like like it's four hundred right. on the tune bot normally. Mm-hmm. How, how do you do it? I have I have. Well, I, <laughs> I do all three. I have the tune bot, I have the drum dial, and I have my ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and sometimes, well, yeah. to be honest with you here lately, I've just been like not even using any kind of um, any kind of tuning whatsoever on the bottom head. I've just been literally just tensioning it up tight to feel, like almost feeling how tight right. the lugs are and how tight the head right. is, almost just with that. Right. And I've been over yep. here lately, man, I've been having a really good time with it for sure. Because I, it's got to be fast, you know. I'm not recording nothing. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to line a note up for tickle. I'm just going by straight tension and just tensioning up the top head and just playing with it with that and setting your wires up properly where you go to snag them in. You don't have, you don't want to force those wires in. You want to just barely yep. just barely ease them in and it locks. That's where it's going to start sounding no, exactly. best. You know, then you yeah, dial it in with that little wire, the head that knob. You know, like Trick does, man. They, I love their throw off, man. God Almighty, I love it. I know, I know, and every one of your, every one of my outlaw drums has a, has a trick to off on it, and I've got every color. I've got the chrome, the gold, and the black on all of them, so it's it's funny that it, it worked out that way. But um, I just knew, I mean, being in the industry, I knew Trick had the best throw off even before I started playing their products, and it was like, if you look at all the custom snare drum manufacturers out there, I would bet to say more than seventy five percent of them have a trick throw off on it. Yep, you know. Yep, they're definitely winning in the throw-off game for sure, man. I I I love their stuff. It's just, it's quality, and I've never ever ever seen anything. I never seen one mess up. Never. I never seen no. one broke. No. I don't. I've ever seen a. I never seen a damaged one before. No, uh, their pedals, their hi hat pedals, 
none of that stuff. I've never, yeah. I've never had an issue. Never, you never run into that. I've had issues with other stuff, but I've never run across any of their stuff. Yeah, man. Going bad or having that American-made, you know, machine that everything is just—it it takes pride in all that. It's not, <laughs> it's not cheap junk, yeah. China stuff, you know. Yep. So I want to talk to you about endorsements, and then we'll wrap it up. So. <laughs> I know the endorsements is really big on your list, and it's big on mine too. And I know you got a pretty good, a strong opinion about what endorsements are. Um, yeah, because a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know what they are. They do not have a clue. All they know is if I can get just somebody to say that I'm endorsed by a company, that makes me look like I'm a big guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is a funny story. Um, with Trick, I played trick drums now for a bunch of years and um, promoted them and you know got, the, got them in the magazine and this and that I literally didn't get endorsed by trick till like maybe I think last year or the right when I got back from NAMM when their artist guy when I went down to pick up some drums he's like hey did we ever put you on our artist roster and I'm like no I don't play things or, or, or I don't look for endorsements I guess is the word I never go like well I want an endorsement so I'm going to go I'm a firm believer. I, I believe in the product, mm. and then if they, if they want to throw whatever discount or whatever, call me an artist, put me on their website. I'm fine with that. I never look for free stuff, and that's what just drives me absolutely crazy. Is these guys that think that oh, I want free stuff, so I want to get endorsed by these guys. I could care less. I mean, I endorse a bunch of different things, but do I do it because I want to be famous? Or I want, I'm a nobody. I mean, I'm not doing any national tours. I'm just a local guy in Wisconsin who plays really good gear and supports their products. Yeah. Do I look for free stuff? Absolutely not. And, and I, I think I, you said, we were talking about a snare drum once and you were going to give me the discount. And I'm like, no, you keep that part of it and take your guys out to lunch or whatever. I mean, I don't, Indeed, I'm buying man. it because I know what it takes for you guys. I know what it takes to run a small business and it's hard. It is very too difficult. Many of these people are like, I want free stuff. I don't want free stuff. I don't, I'll pay for everything. Man. You know, if you want to give me a discount, that's fine. But I, I don't want to walk away with expecting to get free gear, I guess yeah. is a good way of putting it. Yep, that's what folks do, man. And yeah, dude, I, that's what I love about you, man. Just that the whole attitude like that. And people, most people, they don't have that. They don't have that. And I'm so thankful that, right. you know, yeah, that you play our stuff. Because you've been playing our stuff for, you know, like I said, for a couple of years now. And I'm just glad that you're that. on the team, man. And uh, yeah, you're just an amazing guy, amazing drummer. And I can't wait to hang out with you, like, again. I know it's a little bit of a yeah, drive, but... I got a buddy down in Georgia. I have a buddy down in Georgia I've been meaning to go see, too. So it would work out really good if I could kill two birds with one song to go see him and see you and hang out with you for a bit. So um, hopefully now that stuff is starting to get slow down a little bit, and I'm going to try to get out there maybe January, February, because I know the weather will be a lot better down there than it will be up here in Wisconsin. Yeah, man. Don't forget, man, we got that... I got that... That uh, bed and breakfast thing, man. That would be so oh, much freaking fun. I know. You start if you put me in the shop with you. I like I said, I, I may not leave. If your mom's gonna be feeding me, I might be helping build <laughs> drums for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love it, man. We, yeah, we always tell people that. So you see the carpenter; he's never gonna leave. You know, he's just gonna keep staying. So. But no, it would be fun because I I get the whole. Dave drum build thing and I think it's really cool how you do it with the routers and stuff and I've watched videos on it because I'm like I know I could do this and I know I could do that I wonder how he does this so yeah that's definitely on my radar because I definitely enjoy coming down and seeing the whole process and I, that just did seeing how things are hand built are just 
just another thing to see, you know. Yeah, man. You know, it's not just a shell. It's not just a shell being shipped to a company. Somebody putting a wrap on drill and holes. I mean, you're you're building these out of real wood that you're gluing together. I mean, I get that more than anybody being a carpenter. I understand that more. So, but yeah, man, it's, it's it's definitely a blessing to be doing what I love to do for sure, man. Well, brother, I want to thank you so much for being on the show, man. And I want us to let's, no let's, let's stay in touch, and um, and we'll I'll have you on the show again. And hey, we can even do something where it's like we can have like a a split screen, not a split screen, but we can like have a three way talk with somebody. Like, hey, I tell you, uh-huh. it would be cool if we could we can get Trek. We I mean not Trek. We can get Mike from Trek. Um, yep. To do like do like a three way conversation on one on on sure. a show or something like that. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I love nerding out about some um uh you know mechanics oh, he's, he's and drum guy. stuff, dude. Oh yeah, that yeah, he's got a lot of great stories and he's such a great guy too. So yeah, definitely. So I have to talk I'm to him about that. Looking forward to hearing Emily. Here in Emily's show too. She's she's fantastic. I was so happy to meet her at Nam. Yeah, at man. She, she's such she a great is, drummer and a great person. Look, man, she is so warm. I just love her spirit about her, man. She is just like yep. God, but she's such an amazing drummer too. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have yep. that show. I'm gonna have that uh, next the next episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get that going um, right after this nice. one here. Well, brother, thank you awesome. so much, man. And you are such no a blessing, problem, brother. And thank you. I'm gonna go I ahead and that. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna try to get this thing out. Um, Monday, I'm gonna try to get it po- posted and ready to cool. um, to listen to Monday. Sounds like a plan, man. You have a great weekend. It was great talking to you. Thank you, brother. See ya. All right, have a good All night. Bye. See you. Bye. Just want to thank everybody for listening to the Outlaw Process. Today was a very fun show. Um, Patrick is just a super cool guy, and we had a great time. Just want to say thank you again from the bottom of my heart for taking time out of your day to listen to this show and I greatly, greatly appreciate it and we're going to stay continuing the next episode of the process. Until next time, keep drumming guys.